David in the morning, 106.1 Kiss FM. Next caller, what do you have for me? Can you imagine? Dude, I don't know if I could keep that kind of energy up for like an entire segment, let alone an entire radio show. Like, I think you have to be kind of insane to do that every day for at like because radio shows are like four hours long so can you imagine keeping that energy up for four fucking hours meanwhile uh you could be like really depressed you know in real life i that has to be a fucking bummer i couldn't do it i'd want to kill myself after one day i i really wanted to continue the bit i really wanted to be like uh what is six point one? Have different voices for the caller. As soon as I was like, the "Caller, what do you have?" I was like, "I can't keep this shit up." Because <laughs> I'm getting mad at myself. I can't even. I can't even front. Uh, it's annoying to do. Uh, I guess people have that voice and that tone and that kind of energy naturally. And I guess that's fine. Whatever. But um, uh, yeah, that's gonna be a no for me, Chief. Let's get into this promo shit. Look, I appreciate you guys being patient. That's why I dropped two this week because it's kind of a comeback continuation. I had to go do some shit, had to get some shit done, had to get them had to get some work done. I know I said that in the last podcast, but it, it's true. Uh follow me everywhere. Uh Evolve Music. E V O L V three music. Uh, this is across all platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. Anything you want, I'm probably on there. I'm even on the new Vine, that V2 shit. I'm on that shit too. And it's probably just going to be a bunch of videos of me smoking marijuana happily while uh, my ass is making beats and shit. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Soon, uh, I just did an interview with uh, Third Coast Space Radio. That should be out soon. Shout out to them. Shout out Metaphysics. Shout out Kid Luna. Shout out Nick P, who was there with me. We all had a good time. It was really vibey. Uh, we were laughing, uh, talking about real shit. And I look forward to doing more stuff with them. Uh, Third Coast Space Radio, they're doing a lot of good things for the South, um, for all types of producers, not just electronic, but... I showcase some of my hip hop beats as well. Uh, Nick, he, Nick is on my episode as well. Uh, he's going to be showcasing some super heady, crazy bassy shit. Um, not like I'm not gonna lie. When uh, me and Kid Luna walked in, and he was spinning, I was like, "Oh, that, oh, we were supposed to prepare a whole ass set." Because, you know, I was told to prepare some tracks for, like, a showcase type of deal. And I hear Nick in the fucking other room just killing it on the CDJs. And I'm just like, huh. We're supposed to prepare a whole ass set. Oh, I'm in trouble. But no, it was just Nick P. He's, uh, He's a dope dude. And he just wanted to put his best foot forward. Which... I completely understand. Um, I kind of did. I kind of threw a little mini mix together. And considering it was like a bunch of uh, BPMs and stuff and different genres that I was making, I kind of, I don't know if it was the best 
quote unquote mix, but it, I like I was telling them I kind of thought of like old school promo mix CDs, right? Like um, the label would print up with just snippets and shit from different songs and different like a greatest hits type of deal, you know. Um, yeah, uh, shout out to them. Uh, follow them wherever you can. Follow this podcast, the L E L E V A T three podcast. That's uh, E L E V A T three podcast on Instagram. No Twitter yet, because as far as podcast goes, you follow me, so that's about as much as information as you're gonna get. I'm not gonna post the same thing twice. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think just one Twitter, uh, you know, for us, I think that's enough. So, um, yeah, let's get into the fucking show. Um, I know I've been away and I've been inconsistent with this shit and I think I bit too much off. When I decided, hey, I'm going to take a podcast and I'm going to say I'm going to do it weekly and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. So I've just decided to, you know, I've said things and uh, in a format before where it wasn't really conducive for me to have a consistent content. So, um, so now I'm probably going to do it at most. I probably said this in the last uh, podcast too. So I've been just recording them and not uploading them. And which is stupid on my part. Yeah, I know. But I mean, things happen, you know. Uh, you got to go live life and things fall through the cracks. But the thing is, I'm glad I did that because now I have a few stored away so I can keep uploading them and keep doing what I'm doing now, which is trying to finish the year out strong with music because in January. <laughs> Got, um, I kind of want to take a break from making music and focus on this for a while. Um, so I want to have enough music in the tank, in the clip, to where it, if I need to shop something or if I... Uh, so I can continuously put out new music. Speaking of which, exciting announcement. Can't go into too much detail, but I have an EP coming out later this year. That's right. Your boy has an EP coming out later this year. Um, it will definitely be this year. Um, I'm super excited, and it's with a dope label. People I've been following for a while. So when they hit me back with the email that they liked my music, I was super psyched. Um, been waiting to announce this for a while. Although I can't give too much away right now, I can say I do have a an EP coming. New music is on the way, finally, officially. Um, after that, I'll probably put some stuff out on my own. Um, maybe a remix or two. Maybe a new style of music. 
But yeah, uh, that's huge for me. Uh, EP coming soon, I promise. And if I got too lazy to upload this one, it might be already out. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think it's gonna do some good stuff for me, and I've been waiting to share this news with y'all for months. It's the shit that I was talking about that I can't speak on. And I still can't speak on the label or the exact date yet because we're just waiting for them to announce. Uh, But yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait to share this music with you finally. Uh, And I know it's been fucking since March since I uploaded something. But it's not because of lack of effort in the studio. It's not because I don't want to. It's because when I put out something, uh, I want it to be good. And since I knew this EP was coming, that's some of my best work, I think that if I put something out subpar to that, then I kind of misrepresent myself. So... When that comes out, I have stuff that comes up behind it just to follow up. And I don't expect this EP to be quote-unquote life-changing, but it's another notch on the belt. It's an uh, it's my first real EP, because I released an EP like f- five years ago, and I made like a... Like a shitty Dropbox or some shit link, Mediafire link or some zip link, and that disappeared after a while. And I don't think I even have the EP anymore. So and that so no, that doesn't count. So this is my first official EP signed to a label, distributed uh, on a larger scale. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I can't wait to announce the label and the date. Um, that might be in the next week or so. So I definitely can't wait to share that with you guys. Speaking of EPs, my guys' uh, EP just got announced. Kid Luna, K-I-D-D-L-U-N-A, uh, Untitled Products. His EP is uh, coming out. I believe on the 29th, go cop that if you fuck with me, because I fuck with him. Um, Yeah. Uh, He's shown me a few tracks off of it. Really fucking tight. Um, Yeah. um, As far as Cowboys news, we lost to the Redskins on a bullshit-ass call. I think we could have won it in overtime. And that bullshit-ass call, I think, kind of threw Maher... Uh, off his game for the 52-yarder because it was originally 42, and then our long snapper got a bullshit-ass penalty. Um, Yeah. And the very next day, yesterday, maybe about 24 hours ago, Jerry Jones gave Oakland a first-round pick, the 2019 first-round pick for... Drum roll, please. Amari Cooper. Now, oh, well, he drops. He's tied for the drops just like Des was. Let me tell you something. 
statistically, the more you throw Amari the ball, the better he does. They've given look at his targets for the last five games. I don't know if Gruden was doing this on purpose or the OC or whoever's calling the plays is doing this on purpose, but he wasn't getting the ball as much. So whose fault is that? His or theirs? I think it's theirs. David Carr isn't wasn't the same since he broke his leg. He's playing a little worse, if not a lot worse, than, than Dak right now. So that could be a very much a factor. They got rid of the head coach that just wasn't fucking working last year. So the first two years, uh, I don't think we're an anomaly. He was a fucking pro bowler, and he's 24. He's six months older than... Calvin Ridley and people were like oh you could have had Calvin Ridley in the first round true yes but there's no way that the the juice might not be worth the squeeze he's looking good now you know whatever but when it comes to uh proven per- people I would rather have Amari Cooper just because I know what I'm getting with the drops or whatever, people still respect him as a route runner and as a deep threat because he can get by you. And he, and he runs very good routes, which is what Dak Prescott said he liked. He said he liked people being where they need to be when they need to be there, meaning your route is clean, you get separation, and you are open when you need to be open. That's what that means. That's what, and maybe that's asking too much of 99% of receivers, but I don't think so. You get paid millions of dollars to make that fucking catch. You get paid millions of dollars to be where you need to be when you need to be there, period. End of discussion. Now, since he does, since people do respect him, and his ability to catch and run, that takes at least one person out of the box. So that opens up the run game, that opens up uh, maybe a keep option for for Dak, where he can run through some tackles, maybe run through the the box, just because it's less loaded. You're not going to leave Amari Cooper one-on-one, I guarantee you. Because, yeah, he might have a game where he's like, Two receptions, 20 yards, 25 yards. But he'll also have a game where he has 12 receptions and 130 yards. And a couple tubs. So, what do you want to do? You want to eliminate that threat from the jump. So, you're going to either have your best corner or your best safety on him. And then maybe someone else probably someone else and then who's gonna get left one-on-one Gallup probably and we saw last week against the Redskins if you leave him one-on-one it can be dangerous um because you're gonna commit people to the fucking to the box because if you're like fuck now we gotta cover these receivers no you gotta you gotta make sure Ezekiel Elliott is contained too because if you let him go he's gonna eat Fucking crazy. 
Um, at first, I didn't. We, I think we paid too much. But I will say this: apparently, apparently, this is what all the talking heads are saying. Philadelphia wanted to give him a second for him. Washington wanted to get in on the trade too. So imagine how much harder of a time we have if uh, Amari Cooper's on Philadelphia, who we haven't even played yet. That would be such a nightmare. Such a fucking nightmare. Because you got to cover now. Alshon Jeffrey and him who are both definite threats down the field, yards after catch. And I think they wanted to do that because they have no run game. So they wanted to make sure you respected the receivers and send a few back with them so that there's not that many people in the box, so there's not that much pressure, and so he can get it down the field or maybe to the slot receiver or to Sackerts or something like that. Um, Dallas Gardner's been coming up big. We got kind of fucked uh, on that deal by the Eagles, which I think is why Jerry said, fuck it, give them the first. Fuck them. They're not going to get Dallas Gardard from under us in the draft and Amari Cooper from the Raiders. They're not going to do that. So he pulled the trigger. I think he's a shot in the arm. I think he, at the very least, will open up coverage. At the very least. That's the... That's the minimum I expect for him to open up coverage. And that's not even him trying anything. That's not even him catching balls or nothing like that. That's just him being a big enough threat for people to respect it and put some people on him in terms of coverage. Um, yeah, that's my kind of rant on Amari and the Cowboys right now. We have the same record as the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have a harder schedule from here on out than we do. Um, the Redskins, not sustainable. They're leading us by, by two games, two whole games. Uh, but I just, I just don't see that. I just don't see them winning above both of us, above, uh, the Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. No, I still think that Philadelphia and Dallas, we're still the best teams in the division. Um, we just made some mistakes. It's the penalties that killed us because we would get a good play. The offense was looking, offense was looking good. Uh, Dak threw for two hundred plus yards. He got two touchdowns. Ran in one. You know, I, he was looking good. And it's just the stupid ass penalties that cost us the game. We got behind the chains. So instead of converting that third down uh, and eight, now it's fucking third and thirteen or fourth and thirteen. And now, or that fucking long snapper fucking call. That's so fucking stupid. Um, yeah. So uh, I think there are some good things and bad things that we could take away from that game. But we have a bye week, which gives them kind of like two weeks to get acclimated to the system, to the playbook, uh, get some work with Sanjay Lal. Maybe that's what he needs. Some work with Sanjay Lal, our fucking receivers and routes uh, coach or whatever. 
kind of coach him up. And maybe John Gruden just wasn't getting the best out of him. You know, because uh, it's been shitty coaching in Oakland for a while. So I don't think you can completely blame him. Because our, uh, the Cowboys have been talking about this apparently for weeks. That they, he was their target. That they were trying to do their due diligence. And right now of the wide receivers, quote wide receivers, wow. Wide receivers, quote unquote, available. He's the best option. And I agree. There's no one I'd, I was like, ah, fuck, he could have had him. Sammy Watkins, we almost got in the morning, in the morning, in the offseason. But he's just always injured. So diminishing returns on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we should levy a third round pick on a good tight end. I really do. Um, because you went out and got your number one. Whether you like Amari Cooper or not, he's going to be the number one automatically. Um, I think Gallup is going to come up into number two. Terrence Williams is going to get cut at the end of the year, depending on what his contract look, is looking like. But they put him on IR, and he's, and he's suspended for three games anyway. So why wouldn't they just sus- let him ride out the suspension? They brought back Bryce Butler. They cut him again for Amari Cooper. So he's out. Tavon Austin, IR. Um, Rico Gathers, they just don't play him enough, I think. I think he need, he's the kind of player that actually needs game experience, that actually needs to play this fucking game. You can't get mad at him when he's not catching passes if he's only catching one pass a, having one, two targets a game. That's not how that works, man. Of course he's not. That's like, okay, me saying I'm in the studio all the time, you know, and I've only made one song in the past year. Got to make more songs if you want to be in the game. You got to give the ball more, give him the ball more if you want him to catch it. Get him going. Gets a couple catches. Like, All right, cool. I got this. Tonight's my night. All that kind of shit. But no. No. I guess that's too much to ask. I could go on about the Cowboys all fucking day. Uh, to those of you who still doubt Dak Prescott, what's his record and what's Carson Wentz's record? That's all you need to know. Boom. That's it. Um, yeah, one last thing. Daredevil Season 3 just came out. Of course, I'm going to binge watch that. I think... For me, it's there's three ties. Three ties. There's a three-way tie. For my favorite Netflix shows slash season. 
Luke Cage season one. Daredevil season two slash the Punisher. Uh, and uh, this one, which is Daredevil season three, I believe. Um, I loved it. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I highly suggest you you watch it, especially if you watch the previous ones. Um, it gets emotionally more difficult. Um, there's a lot more heart consequences. It feels like they knew the axe is coming because I think the axe is coming just because I think they're going to switch the shows over to uh, the Disney streaming app and Luke Cage and Iron Fist have already been canceled, so it's kind of going in that direction, which is fine, as long as you continue on, because I think the the casting is too good, the, the meatiness of the story is too good still for you to just give up on it, so I think moving it to uh, just a different platform with true Disney money it's not going to be Netflix money. It's going to be Disney money. So, And I think they're going to want to put some real thought into these shows and continue the the quality train that is these shows. Because Iron Fist Season 2, while it wasn't the best, I think it was pretty good. I think it was a, it was a great improvement on the first season, which just seemed ridiculous. But second season, much more cohesive. Overall, just a better body of work. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys listening. I really do. Uh, be safe, guys. Get it. Yeah.